I was 20 years old and living in Barcelona when the professor who was leading the study abroad program gathered us together to share some odd news. He had just received word that our college and the Spanish university where we were studying had bungled things a bit. And now our program would be ending a week or so earlier than we had all planned on. I don't recall that we were especially concerned about missing that last week of classes, but it did complicate things in that it meant we wouldn't have a place to live any longer. So most students changed their tickets and flew home earlier, but that was expensive, and it seemed also like a waste of an open week in Europe. And so, with little time to plan, I decided on a cheap but amazing plan B. I would take the train overnight to the small monastic community of Tizay, nestled into the rolling hills of France, more or less in the middle of nowhere. It was a decision born out of desperation, but also hope. It felt like the community itself existed as an invitation, and I wanted to listen. The semester wrapped up early, and I discovered that even with the research I had done, this was well before smartphones, it was hard to get there. I muddled my way through switching trains and finding the right buses and fumbling as the, the French I had learned in high school was now thoroughly replaced by Spanish. But I finally stepped off the bus on a country road. I was grimy and hungry and exhausted. I walked down the driveway and found the office. A brother welcomed me in, and immediately he led me back out of the office. It's time for evening prayers, he said. Come and sing. There will be time for signing in later, for unpacking, but first you have to come and see this. I dropped my frame pack and followed him. The brother, I realized only much later, was all but quoting this gospel. Come and see, he said. I wonder how much this is what we heard when we found our way into a church, whether as an adult led along or as a, an adult seeking on our own. An invitation to come and check it out, to see for yourself, to make up your own mind. It's an invitation that implies that this story, this way of Jesus, isn't something that you are simply supposed to believe sight unseen, or that someone powerful might shame you or scare you into accepting but rather it's a life in community that you are welcome 
to explore, to try on, to see for yourself. I knew enough about the Taze community before arriving to look forward to the gorgeous chants that they are famous for. I did not know that I should also look forward to scrubbing huge casserole pans. But as soon as I rose that next morning, I was pulled deeper into this brother's call to come and see. Pilgrims were not invited simply to join in the worship or to study with the brothers. We were invited to enter into the fullness of community life. I learned that by design, everyone has a role. Everyone's hands are needed to keep the community going. My first assignment, then, was to the kitchen to clean this massive stack of pots and pans. It was simple and humbling work, and I wasn't particularly good at it, and to be honest, I really didn't like it. Yet here I was in this absolutely amazing place, and I was scrubbing. I quickly settled into the rhythm of this community that has, from its beginnings, designed itself as a place to welcome pilgrims. In the summers, they have often thousands and thousands of young people staying there at a time. They camp out all over the land. But being December, there were only about a dozen of us alongside the brothers. And still the, the songs swelled, carrying on almost endlessly, permeating the days. Our work and study and rest were not apart from the prayer I came to see. They were bound up together, the, the egalitarian spread of labor informing our prayer and our unpacking of the scripture and then the songs still hanging in the air and often still on our lips as we went to work. In this place, I saw that the way of following Jesus could weave all these elements together beautifully, almost seamlessly. It was all necessary. The call, the, the invitation to come and see I think it's God's way of pulling us into a life of wholeness. Samuel's experience of God in the night is not one just of awe in prayer. It's an encounter that ushers in tremendous work for him. He's sent then to speak this truth to Eli and his whole household urging them to reclaim this way of life, the, the good stuff of God, to choose it as their way forward. And then, much later, Philip finds Nathaniel and, and tries to share this wonderfully good news with him, and he is met with dripping skepticism. Can anything good come out of Nazareth. 
Philip could have given him a hard time. He could have launched into a monologue, proving his point, insisting that Nathaniel understand. But he doesn't. He just invites him to come and see, to experience it himself, to enter into the possibility with curiosity. Come and see with your whole self what might be there for you, what life you might find. Come even with your doubt, your questions, your baggage. Just come and see. As my week there at Taze came to a close, some of the other pilgrims walked with me up the dusty road to the bus stop as I tottered under the weight of my frame pack. As we waited in the gravel shoulder, a young woman from Germany who had been to Taze many times asked me which song I loved best, which, which one I carried in my heart. Bless the Lord, I answered. Then we will sing it to you as you ride away, she said. It's what we do any time someone leaves Taze, so that the song is the last thing you hear. I hadn't heard this tradition, and I, I felt curious. I wondered how I would carry this week on with me, how, how it might continue to shape me as I returned to my more familiar routines and challenges. Soon enough, the bus rattled down the country road, stopping for me alone. We wished each other well, knowing that we would not see each other again, but I had come and I had seen, and it had changed me. I had seen that all these disparate parts of our lives could be held together in faith, that we could sweat and doubt and pray and learn, and that all that could be hallowed together. These friends began to sing as I stepped onto the bus and continued as I walked down the aisle stowing my pack and settling in next to the window. As the bus lurched forward and sped away, I heard them still singing. Bless the Lord, my soul, who leads me into life. <laughs>